This is The Blueprint, brought to you by Executive Platforms. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Executive Platform's Blueprint podcast series. My name is Jeff Mix. I'm head of content and research, and my guest today is Vanessa Grandin. Uh, she's an expert in traceability uh, with Optel Group, and uh, we're at a food safety and quality event uh, here in Chicago, and she spared a little bit of her time to tell us about a new traceability law. Vanessa, thank you so much for joining me today. It's really a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. I understand there is a new traceability law coming into effect soon. Uh, can you tell us what it's about? Yes, it's actually called the uh, FEMSA 204. It's a new traceability rule that, that will be coming into effect in about uh, a year from now. And it's to provide more granular traceability data on specific um, category of products such as produce. How are expectations around food traceability changing? That's a great question. I think that COVID-19 really accelerated the need for one to automate processes um, and digitize processes. So basically, um, traceability is a key component of that. So being able to not only um, digitize and automate um, paper-based and uh, manual processes. What are some of the challenges FSQ professionals face when trying to improve their traceability? What the main, one of the, uh, the challenges that we're seeing right now is um, being able to reduce uh, the investi quality investigation time from hours or days to seconds. So we see that in mock recalls or just in recalls in general. Um, so traceability is, uh, digital traceability is actually uh, um, a way to achieve that. And by implementing a digital traceability solutions, you're also able to solve other business issues. When you say uh, it can help in other aspects of the business, what are we talking about? Yeah, using digital traceability is the uh, is, is uh, tracing physical products through the supply chain. So it can also be used for uh, improving inventory tracking, um, in using it for also um, predictive analysis of, of inventory. Um, so, so what we're seeing is that uh, operations are seeing a good use of, of the traceability tools that are being implemented for, let's say, food safety reasons. You know, earlier you were talking about how this is going to help food safety executives with their, their quality investigations and actually you know, doing their job better. Can you expand upon that a little? I feel like we went by it a little too quickly. Yeah, um, so I'll give a, a tangible example of one of our, our big customers. So um, they were doing the traceability, digital traceability of really farm to manufacturing site. And uh, we've integrated uh, different IT systems and um, Excel forms and whatever the data uh, format it was. And basically we've reduced their mock recall time from many hours to a few seconds. And this is something that uh, they're really, really happy about and that they want to expand. And I understand that this is something that every food safety executive is looking for. Okay, well, I mean, let's talk specifically about Optel Group. I, I know you're very active in this space. How do you help businesses uh, you know, with their traceability issues? We help businesses um, with, uh, with different solutions. Uh, but again, uh, the, the, uh, the, by tracing physical products and knowing where they are in real time doesn't only solve food safety issues, but it also solves different other issues, such as demand forecasting, predictive analysis of inventory, um, also being able to tell the story of your product to your end consumer with traceability uh, information. 
So we help companies with the same set of tools, we help companies to solve a myriad of different issues. What makes Optel Group different? How are you working with your clients to improve their traceability? Optel Group is a global uh, leader in digital traceability. We're a multinational and we have 30 years experience in deploying these digital uh, traceability solutions at, uh, in large brands. Um, and we are not only in, um, in the software space, but we're also in the serialization track and trace space, which is a clear differentiator from other solution providers uh, that are in the, uh, the, uh, the traceability space. Now, if I'm a food safety executive at a Fortune 500 company, and I'm aware this is a, a weak spot in my business, I, I'm behind the times in traceability, I've heard Optel Group can help. What does getting started look like? To me, this seems like a very big project. Like, where do you actually start the process of improving your traceability? Yeah, um, I get that question all the time. Uh, even today, uh, it was uh, it was always the next question, right? Um, so what we do is we, we, we figure out together what is the low-hanging fruit. Where is the, uh, what's the, the problem that is prioritary for, for this executive to solve? And from there on, we uh, scope out the, what's going what's gonna to be the, the supply chain that we're going to be working on. And uh, we start off by deploying the solution on that specific uh, product line uh, with a scoped out environment. We, um, Optel is a, a turnkey, uh, turnkey solution provider, so we fine-tune the solution, make sure that the output of the data that the customer is receiving, you know, is, is what's, uh, what's, what's, um, is what they're, they're expecting, and then from there on, we scale the operation. And what are the timelines for a thing like this? When you're mentioning this law is going to come in a, into effect next year, I mean, is it already too late? How long does it take to uh, apply and scale up some of these solutions? Uh, I, I've met with many executives during the conference, and a lot of them are asking themselves, how are they going to get started? How, uh, what are the solutions out there? And what should I know, basically? Um, so the, we don't yet know what's going to be the final project of the, the, of the law, so that's still upcoming. Um, but long story short, uh, when we work together, um, it's, we're going to start with a, a pilot project, which is going to last anywhere between four to six months, and thereafter we're going to scale the, uh, the solution. When people come to you to talk about this issue, what are some of the most common questions you're hearing? What are the things that they really do need to know? Um, I, I get uh, common questions are, um, do I need to rip everything that I have in my IT and start uh, new? The answer is no. Um, is the system interoperable? Um, I hear a lot of, uh, this is another question, um, I hear a lot about blockchain, should I go into blockchain, should I not? Um, is this uh, solution or uh, how expensive is the solution? How, what should I, um, is it going to take uh, a lot of, uh, of manpower to deploy? And, um, and, and basically, um, how am I going to onboard my suppliers? That's, these, are like, these are typical questions that we get. Well, I mean, I think those are important questions. Uh, can, can I start with one? Because no one uh, so far has actually talked to me about blockchain at this event. And the last time I was doing interviews, it was all anyone in the food space could talk about. They had this amazing tool that they had a chain of custody, which is a huge traceability issue. What is the right answer? Should they be getting into blockchain? How does that sort of uh, work with what you're talking about in traceability? Yeah, yeah. So that's um, 
That is an interesting question, a multifaceted question. Um, so basically blockchain is a type of database uh, where you store data in a block and it, it, it's difficult to falsify thereafter. Um, at Optel, we use blockchain when a customer asks for it, but uh, by default, our solution is in a cloud-based database. And the reason for that is that we're aggregating data from different siloed data streams. And what people are looking for, what executives are looking for, is really that big picture of what my supply chain looks like. And, and really organizing data in a cloud platform is much simpler. And then after that, having analytics and predictive tools added to that cloud solution is something that we do. And these, is, these capabilities are more difficult um, on a blockchain type of database. So long story short, most of our customers go for this solution, which is cloud-based. And if we have specific demands for blockchain, we are agnostic and will work with our customers to do so. And that's probably true of the answer to some of your other questions as well. It's sort of a, it depends, and how does our client want to approach this issue? That's correct. Um, Optel is a turnkey solution provider, so uh, we do have set blocks, uh, blocks of solutions, but everything is always configured to the reality, the size of the operation, and the requirements of the customer. We've covered a lot of ground here. Um, for the sake of the people who have been listening all the way through, are there one or two key takeaways that you really want them to think about further? Uh, yeah, there would be maybe two, two items that I would like to share. So the first one is uh, please get started because um, digital traceability is um, it's the next normal and also a competitive advantage for the ones that will have a data set that's organized and be able to create added value for their customers such as predictive analysis and um, better customer experience. So that's one, and digital traceability is part of that. The other one is uh, the sustainability piece. And um, a lot of customers here, uh, executives had, had um, concerns on how can traceability help, help them with their sustainability goals. And um, something really interesting that we're, that we're working on and deploying right now is, um, is um, dynamic carbon footprint. So most organizations, they monitor the carbon footprint of a value chain with static models, um, which are fairly rigid. And what we do is we map out the supply chain, the value chain, and we understand where the biggest contributors of carbon are. And with digital traceability tools, we input live data in the field of what those, what's really going on to get a better tailored carbon footprint assessment of that value chain. So that's uh, something really exciting that we're seeing uh, trending right now. That is actually really exciting. I thought we were going to be talking about food and here we're talking about sustainability and I mean, it's still using the same tools. That's, that's wonderful. Um, I know you've got a lot more to say. I, I, you've listed half a dozen questions that I know people are asking and they have to figure this stuff out. What is the best way to get in touch with Optel Group uh, to learn more, to have some of these conversations and to get started? We have a great website uh, that was just redesigned with interactive tools. So please come visit it at optelgroup.com. Well, this, this has been a great conversation, and uh, I, I know I've actually got a sustainability event happening in a month, and I'm going to be asking people, you know, is this a tool that would be of interest to them? So I encourage everyone who's listened all the way through, please do visit uh, optelgroup.com. 
they just redid the website. It looks great, and I think it could be a real resource. Um, Vanessa, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. You've been listening to another episode of Executive Platform's Blueprint podcast series. Uh, I've been Jeff Mix. Let's do it again soon.